excited to have my very first guest, or not my first guest, sorry, <laughs> but my guest today, <laughs> um, Isaac. Isaac, welcome to the Dating Over 30 Fucks podcast. Feels so good to be here. I I hope so. <laughs> glad you're, I'm glad you're, you're willing to do this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for, yeah, no problem. So, okay, I always like to ask, um, do you remember how we met, how we first met? Yeah, we met in college. It was such a great time. You used to hang out in my um, dorm. I don't know what you were doing there in the all-male dorm, but you were cool. Oh, like you, you. uh-uh, the way you tried to do that little sneak in <laughs> I was hanging out in the all-male dorm, that's A, not how we met. Well, how did we meet? So we met through SGA. We met because we were both student leaders and we were very involved at our university. And we met through that and we actually had to do a um, like this overnight trip for like all the freshmen. We definitely met before that. SGA members. Mm-mm. We didn't know each other before that. We met through SGA. That's how I met you. Our freshman year. I'm 80% sure we met before SGA, but. No, we damn sure didn't meet with me hanging out in the dorm rooms because mm-hmm. I didn't come. I didn't come to y'all dorm like that, to be honest. Okay. But yes, that's how we met. And we've known each other since we were freshmen in college. And we were boyfriend and girlfriend on campus. We no. <laughs> we ordered takeout one night. <laughs> Not takeout, but delivery. Chinese food. What was that place we got that food from? Um, is that the one that made us sick? I don't know, but I know we ordered food. Probably. I mean. It was date night. <laughs> That's what we did. Dating under 30. Dating. Th- we were dating. Well, we were dating under 20 back then. <laughs> but we've come a long way. <laughs> so far. We've come into ourselves. I know. No, we. uh <laughs> But uh, we we've been friends. I've always adored you, and I'm really excited that we can do this. And we'll just jump right in. Um, I always my first question is always, why do you think dating over thirty sucks, or do you think dating over thirty sucks? I think it's what you make out of it. I mean, people have a lot of options in 2020, so I don't think it necessarily sucks. Per se, I just think it's a lot harder okay. than what it used to be. So back in the days before, I always feel like dating, it got worse after apps. I feel like yeah, dating apps have sure. been the demise of, to me, substantial dating. Yeah, I think dating apps, definitely for sure. And then I think the whole... um I just feel like it, it it takes out a lot of elements because I mean you could meet twenty people in one night and literally have your if way. you if you go to nine you could literally meet <laughs> you in a night like it I agree do you think what about even with social media yeah I think um I think once we became over thirty we didn't um when we were under thirty we didn't have we really didn't have social media the way it was now. There weren't really dating apps. There wasn't Uber. 
So yeah, so like back in the day, you had to have a car, you had to be cute and go out, <laughs> and now it's just like you're like, okay, I'm gonna um swipe a little bit on Tinder, see if I find a cutie. If they're cute, we match. Then I can like Uber to their place, and like the whole thing can go down in an hour if you think about it. Ooh, that's a quick turnaround. Yeah, no, you really can. Wait, have you? Did you ever do Tinder? No, I did. Uh, I, I mean, I've had Tinder, but I know ne- I never met anyone meaningful from it. And I said that I feel the same way. Yeah. I feel like Tinder wasn't. I feel like, like I said, I think a lot of the dating over thirty sucks because of the apps. And when you had apps, like I'll be honest, I got on eHarmony and I paid for it. <laughs> like How I, much did you pay? I paid. It was like a hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, yeah. For a month? A no, year? it was like six months. So, so you thought it would take you six months to find a man? Yeah. A I was like, you know what? I was going to pet. Because my thing was like, and this is like, when I did eHarmony, it wasn't even on an app. It was online. Like, you, I had to fill everything out on my computer. Damn. So I was like, okay. Because I felt like three months just wasn't enough. I felt like a year was way too much of a commitment. And so I was like, I'll do six months. And I think it was like $120, $130. And I was at the time, I w- my um, service would have been over right before February. So I was like, this should work and I should have a date by Valentine's, Valentine's Day. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, I was like, it should work. Because again, I was paying all this money. Like, that's a, to me, $130 isn't like a drop in the See, bucket. I that's a lot you, for dating. Where you went wrong Ooh. is you got it right at the start of cuffing season. So people were cuffed. <laughs> were cuffed already? They were cuffed But already. I don't know if cuffing season was a thing then. Oh, it's always been a thing. Oh, oop, I just didn't I know. I think it just got a name, <laughs> I probably. I didn't know. Yeah, and you didn't know. I wasn't you don't know hip. You don't know, yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't hip. But I, I did. I paid for it, and it was a terrible experience. And after that, I was like, well, I'm never paying for these apps and these sites because – they, as a black woman, I felt they truly don't cater to what we're looking for. And so you got, they show, of course, the models and the success stories online. And I was like, not trying to toot my own horn, but as a beautiful black woman who's educated and I have all these things, I'm not looking for some frumpy dump looking nigga, like, or any dude looking crazy as hell on there. Like, I want someone who's going to match. Can you tell who paid and who didn't pay? No. Or everyone has to pay? I don't know. Hmm. I assume that everybody that I was matching with paid, but I don't know. And you pay how much? About 130 If you give me 130 I will find you a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I should just do you the direct? Paid me. Like, you could be my, I would say million dollar matchmaker, but I don't make a million dollars. So you could be my. <laughs> they don't have to know that. <laughs> so you are, okay, so is that your service? And be like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Scam a millionaire. Pay one thirty, and Isaac will get you. Yeah. <laughs> the Anyone that three. wants a man, cash at me, one hundred and thirty dollars, <laughs> and then you'll do it. And I will find you a man better than eHarmony. You know For what? Sure. Honestly, that's the better investment. Months. Ooh, is that a guarantee? It's a promise. Ooh. Money back guarantee. <laughs> that's the first. That's the first advertisement of the show. So. With you, like you say, you didn't really do the abs. You, well, you weren't really big dated. I've always been in relationships. It's mm. like people just always line up. It's weird. Wowzers. It's very weird. So I've never really 
had a problem dating. It's just like the people I'm dating. Do I even want to entertain you? Hmm. So can I, 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 let's dive a little deeper into that. I'm curious because we've gone out several times. Right. And you are definitely hot commodity. I will say I remember specifically you were in a relationship for sure. And we were at a bar card number nine in D.C. And I think I was like walking back and forth to the bar. And this guy had stopped me. He was like, hey, um, are, who's who's that? Like, are those your friends that you're with or like co-workers? And I was like, oh, no, these that's, those are all my friends. And he specifically pointed you out. And he's like, oh, is he single? And I was like, no, he's in a relationship. <laughs> and he literally was like, are you sure? And I was like, uh, yeah, I know my friend well enough to know that he's in a relationship. Like, and he literally was just like, oh, well, if he, you know, was just let cute? him know. Yeah, he was cute. Oh. But he was just like, oh, well, just let him know I was looking. Did he buy his drinks? I, did I buy his drinks? No, did he buy us drinks? I feel like he brought drinks over. Because he ended up coming over to the table. Yeah, I think he bought, well, I think he bought me a drink. I think. Oh, well, never mind. He was yeah. even more bold. No, because I have this thing. I'm like, don't just come over empty-handed. Ooh. In the bar. Yeah. Because, I mean, drinks are two for one. It's not like they're <laughs> crazy expensive. So if you're going to shoot your shot. At least have a drink here. Yeah, like have a, a <laughs> gift or something. Because, <laughs> yes. I mean, if I'm shooting my shot to someone, I'm not just going to show up empty-handed. I'm going to be like, what do you want to drink? What are you drinking? So I'm like, if that's what I'm giving, that's what I'm gonna expect. I'm gonna expect more than what I'm gonna give. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I and I just remember, and I remember, and it's not like you were just out here like, oh, I mean, don't listen to that bitch. Like, I'm kind of saying, like, you very much so were like, no, I'm in a relationship and all this other stuff. And he like still went smack at you, and I was just like, you are a hot commodity in these streets, like. Mm. Hello, cool eye. The ladies love cool Isaac. Was LaCoy. that kind of corny? LaCoy. <laughs> Is that kind of? LaCoy in the house. <laughs> Was that super corny? Yeah. I'm but LaCoy. did you feel like that? Like, do you did you feel that you got more attention, like, when you were in a relationship versus not being in a relationship? Well, I feel like people want what they can't have. That's what I've noticed. Mm -hmm. So definitely when I'm in a relationship, I feel like, People are more intrigued. They think it's a challenge. And I'm just like, whatever whatever um, little issues you're having, home record, I don't know. Ooh. But um, it's not my concern. I'm just like, no, just be a decent human. Mm. And we could be friends. I mean, there's no ring on my finger. I mean, <laughs> breakups happen. And Ooh. play your cards right and you could be first up after, <laughs> the after that relationship's over. <coughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ready just for being, that. you know, honest. No, there's. I am. This is a safe space, <laughs> and this is definitely. We are all about the honesty here. <laughs> um, wow, I wasn't. You threw me off of that. I did not think that was gonna come out. <laughs> but um, how did that? If you don't mind talking about it, you know, you were in a relationship for about how long? Like a year and a half. The last, your last relationship? Yeah. Thought it was longer than that. Oh, like a year and a half. It would have been two years if we stayed together until May of this year. 
Oh, we broke okay. up in March. March ish. March ish. Yeah, March. <laughs> we'll go with March. We'll say March. Um, and how has that been? As far as being in a relationship for that long and then being back on the scene, like being back single over 30, like was it more of a challenge now? I mean, I think the challenge came from being single in the middle of a pandemic. Mm, Okay. I think that was definitely a curveball. Okay. Because, like, normally when I'm single, I just work on myself and just be like, okay, Isaac, you're going to be, well, I'm sorry, LaCoy. <laughs> LaCoy, you're going <laughs> to be, you be the baddest bitch in the game. You're going to hit that gym. Those th- those abs are going to be on point. We that used chest. to see each other in the gym, exactly, like, randomly right. run each other. In, in our the single gym. life, we're out here working, we're sweating to give the girls what they want. Yeah. And to, like, you know, be bad bitches, have, like, selfies that have, like, a hundred and. 51 likes, and, you know, just be that bitch. But the pandemic definitely changed things. Yeah. I mean, when I broke up, I mean, there was someone that I was talking to Ooh. that I, like, I really liked. And, okay. I mean, that was kind of like a transition. That was, yeah. One expired relationship to something, to greener pastures. Yeah. To, like, some old brown guacamole to a fresh new pack. Yes. When they first bring out that chipotle guacamole and they yeah. that little plastic off <laughs> <laughs> and they give you a heavy scoop you're like yes you're like uh-uh don't scrape that and give it to me I want right. the fresh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna be fresh guacamole and fresh. Um, i want it green and don't skimp no because i'm gonna ask for more i want a full scoop if i'm paying extra <laughs> three dollars right it, it And it's interesting because I remember when this was happening and I was like, oh, my God, that's so heartless. Like, we don't know what's about to happen. And you was like, I don't give a fuck. He's got to go. We're done. I'm moving on. Yeah. And I kind of didn't know why, because most people I know generally in that situation would have been maybe more apprehensive. But you were just like, no, we're done. You know, when you know, you know. Yeah. And it was time to move on like have you done that in the past like normally have a little no that was my first time backup no i never have backups okay i just know that i'm my number one priority Mm -hmm. and self-preservation is key so like if i'm not happy then i'm like okay well you got to make moves you got to do what makes you happy and i was like unhappy for months and months and months and months so i was like Okay, I don't know how I'm gonna like transition out of this because this is the first relationship where I've ever, l- well, where someone lived with me. <laughs> I heard that L word about to pop out. Live. Okay. <laughs> okay. Live that L word. L I V E. This was the first time anyone has ever lived with me. Yes. So I'm just like, well, you can't break up because I mean they have your sh- their shit in your house, so. I was just like, I don't know how I'm gonna like handle this in the pandemic. It was just a lot going on. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, a, like naturally that would have been a lot in general going on in everybody's life, but to go through that, like I can imagine. It and was I think you crazy. were gone. Were you? Um, I was here. Oh. Because I was telling you, I was like, you're not gonna kick him out right now. Like, we're in a pandemic, and you was like, I'm giving that bitch a few days. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were like to the thir- end of the I month or did, something. I did a thirty day notice. Yeah, you was like, I'm giving this bitch a notice, yeah. and that's that. And I was just like, 
well, shouldn't they? And you was like, this is what's going on. And then it was like maybe a week later, you was like, I kicked that bitch out already. And I was like, okay. No, it was two weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. Two, two weeks. <laughs> 14 days later. Yeah. <laughs> that 30-day notice got slashed in half. I mean, deservedly yeah. so. Like, I'm right. not. I mean, there were other For those listening, down, deservedly but so. But, yeah, I, I thought it was very interesting. But being in your house by yourself, transitioning into dating or at least giving this other person yeah. more of the time of day, what was that like? Do you feel like you got to know that person no, more because really of the pandemic? Fun. It was like the best thing ever. Yeah. Like when we were uh, when we were dating, we would hang out from like 5 o'clock until like 5 o'clock in the morning, from like 5 p.m. to 5 a.m. in the morning. It was wow. perfect. It was probably – Probably some of the best dating I've ever had mm. in my 34 years of existence. Do you think it was more um, you guys are able to be a little bit more um, transparent with each other because of of Corona, like because of the virus? We there weren't the other distractions. No, like there weren't the uh, well, we're going to go out. We're going to do brunch. We're going to do all these other things like you guys got to really actually get to know each other. No, I mean, we used to, like, really go out. We had the same watering holes. We knew each other before we started dating. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they were just a fun person. I mean, he's older. He's, like, 10 years older than me, so I think that's a factor. Mm. And, I mean, we have, like, kind of, like, similar backgrounds. Both of his parents were married. He grew up with both of his parents. He, um, We have, like, similar careers. So it was, like, really easy. So he has money. <laughs> Money, guap, yes, yes. right, no subsidation, (laughs) yes, my tab, you're paying for it, yes, thank you, babe, love it, it. thank you, appreciate it, because, I I mean, I don't know how deep we can go, but I think that's very important in relationships, like, one thing that I talked about on the podcast with, in other episodes is, I'm all about dating someone who's matching me, like, you need to match or exceed, I, I can't deal with anybody who's like, oh, well, I make ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 less than you. That's not going to work. I just knew you were going to say ten, fifteen dollars $15 an hour. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, you know, there's nothing wrong with anybody making ten, fifteen dollars $15 an hour. That's just not going to work for me, like being right. with me. And that's not a conceited thing. For me, it's a very – it's a um, – to me, it's a social thing. There well, are you things, have things that you want to do with your life. You right. Know, like, have four kids and live in Cali off of a cliff overlooking like a beach or something. In Malibu, I don't think ten or fifteen, o- ten or fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna do it. <laughs> but it's it's not you even. You shouldn't laugh, Janice. Oh my God, that's I am laughing. No, but I I say that because I agree. Like my thing has always been there are certain, but it's not even that deep. Like it's more so there are things that I enjoy being able to do. And I don't right. need you questioning me because the things I do seem to be out of your reach. So, like, yeah. I'd like to, like, when we're here, especially, like, say if this was normal, right? A normal D.C. summer, that's 
brunches. That's the Friday evening. We're going to all go to happy hour. Things that people over 30 enjoy doing. Right. And that's the crux. It's not like you're like, oh, I'm going to go buy a Birkin. Oh, ha, 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 ha. No, I'm yeah, not a Birkin level. Birkin. No. But I like, just want to go need... to fucking brunch. Yeah. But I don't need no dude like, well, I can make brunch. Why we got to go out oh, and God, get brunch? You know, like, I don't need a cheapo who just no, like. No, no, Because, no. like, don't count my coins because these aren't yours. You know, like, don't. Don't project your, right, I was going to say experience. project your poorness. Right. They can't devalue what you enjoy doing. I mean, if you yeah. want to go pay $40, $50 for a brunch, for a piece of avocado toast. <laughs> you love avocado toast. That's your prerogative. Yeah. You hard, so you want to enjoy your friends. And do you feel, is that has that been something that you feel free to be able to do now in this relationship? This, this new gentleman, this new person? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, y'all can just, because, I mean, if he I got mean, it. we're in a pandemic. But yeah, I was to say, yeah, we are kind of not so all. So, we're, like, limited to yeah. what we can do. But whatever I want to do, he's down. I love it. No limits. Yeah. Oh. Master P. <laughs> <laughs> no limits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I, I want to ask my next question, which is. Very, we kind of tapped into it a little bit. Um, what is the DC dating scene? Because you've been in DC for how long? Um, twelve years. So, wow, that's I didn't know it was that long. Um, I've been in DC longer than I've been in North Carolina. That's crazy. I think I'm a native now. Mm, I'm no. gonna wrap it up like I'm from DC. Mm, you pushed it too much. You pushed it too far. Most. Um. <laughs> pushed your way too far um how do you feel how did you feel about the dc dating scene in your 20s versus your 30s because you you because i I mean you were out here in my 20s i thought it was whack so what happened why i thought it was whack in my 20s because i was like young still wet behind the ears i had never really been in a big city i never like really clubbed or partied until after college Mm-hmm. So it's just like some like little young, innocent, naive kid. But then after a couple good heartbreaks, I'm like, oh, yeah. Then it's like that's when I became like that bitch, bitch. So after <laughs> 30, I think for me, okay. I mean, I think that's like where we may have contrasted. I really didn't do anything before my 30s. After mm. 30 is like where I really, really started to have started to have fun i guess it's kind of like that movie how stella got her groove back okay or how like a lot of women are married and they divorce like they're married young yeah, and they kind of like miss out enjoy, yeah yeah so that's where i feel like i kind of um I'm, I'm a little different okay so i think like my first few heartbreaks really showed me that like these n-words were <laughs> not shit <laughs> They had some good <laughs> shit, and they were trying to, like, keep me away from the world. And Really? Yeah. And, I mean, they've all come back. So that's how I knew. That's how I can validate. Yeah. That Except you are that one. bitch. <laughs> that you are, like, the baddest. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting because I was, I would say my 20s, obviously, were my wild years. Like, I was just, I was in, yeah. I was, I just belonged to the streets. Like your twenties were my thirties. Really? For sure. 
yeah, my 20s, I belonged to the streets. Like, it just was what it was. I was very much so in control of my sexuality. I, w- I was fully in control of my sexuality. I knew what I wanted, when and how, when I wanted to be serious and date. Um, I did. Like I said, I paid for eHarmony. <laughs> and then when I was just like, nah, I just want a friend with benefits who can come over anytime I call or text. And leave in a timely you didn't manner. Feel empty? No, huh. not so at all. You, so my thing, I can't do the whole friends with benefits because I feel like that person is occupying a space in my life that somebody that could be more than a friend with benefits could um o- could occupy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm not gonna fuck you when I'm like. So I'm not gonna fuck guy A. And send him home when guy B seems like someone I could spend the rest of my life with. Oh, uh, okay. But he's like shy or like we really haven't hit it off yet or haven't made the connection. So I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to shoot my shot harder at guy B to get him to come around. Or I'll invite guy A over, but we're not gonna smash. I'm gonna let you type your Netflix password into my <laughs> TV <laughs> because I don't ever pay for it. <laughs> But yeah, I'm not. I'm not really a hookup. I'm not like a um a hookup. Not like, a, like you said. What did you say? You friends, were sexually what? What was that I, term? I, I've always used? been very sexually like I've always had control of my sexuality. Sex, sexual sex positive is that what they say? Is that the term? Maybe well, yeah. Like maybe with, I'm maybe I'm well, sex a positive. Friend with, a friend with benefit. Yeah, that was my, never my scene because I like catch feelings and stuff. And oh. I want to like if we gonna smash, then I want to wake up and go to brunch together. Then we're going to go to brunch, and then we're going to have the after party. We're going to get these two-for-one drinks. That is. That's how it goes. <laughs> by midnight, I'm telling you I love you. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so extreme. I, I, so, yeah, I mean, I don't I, I don't know exactly what sex positive is, so maybe I am sex positive. Well, you positive. enjoy sex. Um, this is a positive. Um, I've always had control of my sexuality. Yeah. So when I say that, I mean, if I am... If I literally just, <laughs> very cliche, like, but if I want to take a guy home with me tonight, like, I'm okay with that. And I don't turn around and feel like, oh, I'm such a slut or I, he might not respect me in the morning. Like, I probably don't respect his ass. Like, oh, and so I. You're I've, in control. Yeah, I've just always been in control. I've never felt shamed for my sexuality because I remember growing up. And specifically in high school and college, and girls would be shamed for wanting to have sex or having sex with somebody um, and it being nothing serious. Like, oh, well, this is going to bud into a relationship or anything. And I remember one of my girlfriends and just being like, well, why are you shamed? Why do you feel ashamed because you've had sex with all these dudes? And she was just like, well, because, you know, I don't want to feel like this or feel like I was being used. And I'm like, but you wanted to have sex, right? Like they didn't make you do it out of your like was she that's outside of your year, huh? Was she cooking for him doing laundry? No. Okay. But this is this like undergrad. And I was just like, but you felt the need to have sex. It's not like they pressured you. It's not like they raped you or anything like Did that. Like you felt sexually. I think it was like vice versa. Cause then you remember I'm like in school, all it took was like a good pre dawn and some Mad Dog 2020, and it was gonna yeah, I go didn't have any of that. down. Why did what? you invite? You never invited me. Some friends since first off, year. you lived closer to the you gym never than I did. Me. How did you? I 
I didn't. How did me. I? How would I invite you? It was a school party. <laughs> Everybody was technically no invited. I was. I was not on the invite. It list. was three dollars to get in, five dollars at the door. <laughs> Everybody was invited. You but know what I think about back then? I'm like. $3? It was $3. I used to be... I, Why we, did I just have it 5 Who just have three <laughs> single dollars? It was $3 in advance at the door yeah. was 5 bucks. But I say all that to say, um, my thing has always been when it came to sexuality was like, as women, we are sexual beings. We get aroused. We want to have sex, especially in our 20s, especially in college. So I've never felt ashamed about it. And uh-huh. even as I got I got older and I made money and I had my own place and I'm like, now I could do it at any point in time so and I can control. Bullshit, huh? So oh, okay, you know what? Uh, since you said that Go off. I'm here <laughs> for it. So Dating over bullshit. thirty sucks. Sounds like it's going great. <laughs> so I I'm was with it. I wanna say this. I was first called a fuck girl. By my current guest. Oh, yes, for <laughs> sure. You are the OG. I need to put that into Urban Dictionary. Um, This is a wonderful person who told me I was a fuck girl. But you know what? I don't know if I ever told you. Thank you. Because you called no, you called me out on my shit. And what was very important in that year, 2019, is I realized I really was. I, I had fuck girl tendencies and in the the true nature of like um insecure and that that moment was like the problem is is that you think you're a nice person even though you like really are a fuck girl or a fuck boy and I really was like I believe I'm a nice person but I I know that I I had some some fuck girl tendencies but you were the one who called me out on it so, a popular dictionary, the top definition of a fuck girl is... Ooh, oh, my God. A girl who engages in fuckboy behavior <laughs> generally... Oh, my goodness. ...thinks they are God's gift to earth and uses I words would like not say thirsty, that. salty, fuckboy, and hater. I, I do not think I'm God's gift to the earth. I think I am a gift. I am my mom's gift. <laughs> oh, no, I think this definition is more appropriate. This is the third dictionary on oh this popular God. website. It's called... Um, I can't believe we've gone this far off I'm the rails. I'm not going to say the name of the um, dictionary, but right, if you're we can't into pay for stuff, it. it's like a dictionary for black people. <laughs> for colors. Okay, so <laughs> a fuck girl is a girl who acts like a fuck boy, Except she doesn't ask for nudes. Instead, she strings them along and uses other guys when she already may be dating someone. And an example of and an example of it is, wow, look at Shanice flirting <laughs> with Joey <laughs> and Austin when she's dating Lewis. What a fuck girl. I think that's you. Oh, my. I think that's you. Do you not? Do you? Own your truth. Do you not agree? Oh, that my you, God. At one point in time in your life. May have. I'm editing all this shit out. It's never airing. Do you agree? (laughs) Um, it's a yes or no. It's a yes or no. In twenty in 2019, yes. Right. Okay. In 2019, but that's what I said. You were the first person. We were. We we were at your place, and I think obviously several beverages and two for ones later (laughs) kind of brought it up and i was like oh my god that's so me but i had to live in my truth i don't think there's anything wrong with it no but i could be better i could be a better better fuck girl no a better person (laughs) 
I like not be a fuck girl. I'd rather girl. be a fuck girl than get be a fucked over girl. Oof. Oh, now that's a word. <laughs> that's a word. Okay. That's a word. <laughs> that is a word on today. Okay. <laughs> like, that is a be word. a fuck girl. Don't get fucked over girl. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll end it right there. No, um, um, but no, no, no. I think that was that that was a very true thing. Stay but tuned for I'm, the dating over thirty sucks book. <laughs> the book? Soon. Oh my gosh. Oh, that would be horrible. Tips on how not to get fucked over. I know. Oh my God. What if I did like seminars? I guess you got to start with the book and then you have the meet and greet and the signing and then, and do, then you the can do the seminars. Okay. Conference. Bet. Thanks, manager. Uh, how much were you paying for eHarmony? 130 I pay 130 God, we gonna charge We're going to see how much eHarmony is charging and that's going to be the conference fee for the um, <laughs> seminar. <laughs> And when these streets open back up, oh my need, god! So wait, I need a ten percent cut from this. Thinking, I'm be a panelist speaker. Thinking about this, what? How does that work once these streets open back up? Because you you started off in a relationship, girl. I'm gonna in Rona. Man, I need to be in Greece. I need to be on a yacht. I need to be jumping off of a yacht. I need you to. I need you okay. to have an iPhone 12 Pro. Yes. I need you to capture this footage of me jumping off this yacht. Yes. In Greece somewhere. We gonna um, lose this. This. We're going to snatch it all back post-corona. I'm going to have my, um, I wouldn't say a revenge body, but I'm going to be snatched. Okay. So the girls will be like, oh, you came out of um, quarantine looking real skinny. Yes. I mean, you look great now. Yeah, but you know, I can always be greater. Uh, You can. Everybody can. We can all. So because I'm not, so I'm in a committed relationship right now. So I'm like not going to be out and be sexually positive. Or fuck boy. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, love my man and be a bad bitch in these streets. Once Rona's over. Yeah, give y'all different locales. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to keep your yourself away from D- – because I feel like D.C. also can suck you in. I feel like what the lifestyle – don't, don't you think, like, the lifestyle and I think the pace of D.C., you can get sucked in very easily sucked with the – There's always something to do, different activities. Oh, I'm going to still be out here in these streets. Oh. I'm just not going to be entertaining. Okay. Prospects. Ooh. Yeah. At all. So once we get our two-for-ones back. And use our coins. (laughs) (laughs) So you're, you're not, you know that you can go back out in the, in the world and you'll be good. Yeah, for sure. Are you someone who's super faithful? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never had a problem with that? Well, I mean, when it's over, I have. I mean, I'm not going to lie. When it's over, when it's like that awkward two to three months before the breakup happens, I think we've all been there before. Wait, I what? I anyone's ever been blindsided by a breakup. Okay. Have you been blindsided by a breakup? Um, no, no, I haven't. Yeah, it's never been like, wait, where did this come from? Um, you kind of sense it. Yeah. And then you like check out, you check out. Yeah. But I am also someone who I don't let things linger. I don't like to let things linger. I think if it's over and we're both conscious that it's over, it's not one of those things like, well, maybe we can figure this out or we'll kind of go through the motions. Like, I'm very much so like, something's wrong. What's going on? What if y'all live together? Have you ever lived with I never know. I've never lived. Yeah, it's a different dynamic. 
Okay, um, okay. PSA, I do not advise anyone listening to this to live with anyone unless you are married to them. Ooh. You have a ring on the finger. Wow. When it's time to break up, you, you're going to want to go your separate ways. You're not going to want to ride that lease out. You're not going to want to buy them out of their lease. And, yeah. nobody, and then when you move on, nobody's going to want to date you when they're like, oh, well, my ex still lives here. She's on the lease. He's on the lease. That's some bullshit. Oh, wow. You know, and I've, I've never been in that situation. I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, you're blessed. <laughs> you're, you're a smart cookie. It, I mean, they had a whole movie about it that was, oh, we're cheersing? Yeah, we're cheersing to that. Um, I've never, yes, I've never lived with anybody. Because, you know, the funny thing is, the ironic thing about you saying that, that is my biggest fear. Um, my biggest fear is literally that, is the idea that I end up getting an apartment or mostly like getting an apartment with a guy that I'm dating or, you know, we're in a relationship and shit goes sour. And it's like, oh, you have another <laughs> six months, even if it was no. three months on my lease. You that my biggest fear is like, I'm going to be stuck with this motherfucker for three idea. months. Like it, but like not in the sense of like we start our lease, but we end up being broken up at a time in our lease where it's like. Well, buying him out would make no sense. If I leave, I still have to pay. Like, I just feel like it would just be such a big nightmare. And I've even seen where people have, like, animals together, mm-hmm. <coughs> like a dog or a cat or something. And then they're, like, fighting over who gets the animal. And I'm like, no. So no, I've ma'am. never done that. I've always had my own place. Yeah, you should keep it that way. You have yours. Because I can't even imagine. It's what a that's horrible like. thing to do. Well, I mean, you've evicted somebody. <laughs> when it's over, it's over. <laughs> I mean, we had discussed mm-hmm. prior to them leaving that this is how I roll. I've never lived with anybody because mm-hmm. when we're over, when I break, I break. Okay. It's done. We're not, we're not friends, per se, because I'm like, a friend isn't going to hurt my feelings. So that was that. And like I said, self-preservation is key. Because if you don't take care of yourself, who the hell else is going to take care of you? Oh, that's very true. My mom is four hours away. Right. So it's like, and I mean, being up here, you. In the middle of a pandemic? Yeah. (laughs) No, sweetie, you got to (laughs) go. Your mom's down the street. My mom's four hours away. (laughs) Uh, Bye-bye. Right. (laughs) Smooches. Uh, Oh, my I get that with you. Um, Oh my gosh, I totally lost it. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think it's great, and and like you said, you're in a better space now with this 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 new uh, fully financed. Yeah, he has a house. I have a house. Mm. So when you get in this relationship, because you also said a little earlier that you you know you you're all in. Like, you don't really play games. Right. Like, you're all in. Do you see yourself, when you get in these relationships, are these people you see yourself like, this is it, I can marry this person, and we can have this beautiful mansion where yeah, I have my I own bar and we'll do two that. for one? Only, <laughs> <laughs> I was at a point in my life where I was like, oh, well, maybe I'm a bad judge of character. Because I have these oh. relationships, and then they don't work out. And I'm like, oh, no, so sad, so sad. But then there were, like, red flags that I looked at. 
Because, I mean, you can't change a person. You have to accept them where they are mm. and accept that they're not going to improve or be any better. When you meet them, that's probably the best they're going to be. Really? Because they're putting their, I feel like they're putting their, they're putting their best foot forward. And as they get comfortable in the relationship, they like slack and become complacent. So that's a very interesting theory. So you're saying when you first meet somebody, they're when you're dating, like that early those first couple of days, mm -hmm. they're giving you the best. They're right. showing you their absolute best. Right, yeah. And so if their absolute best isn't amazing, it's only going to be downhill correct, from there. Correct, correct, correct. If, if the first date is some shit, if they show up late as shit, no, chop, 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 chop. <laughs> it's, not, it's only going to get worse. Wow. For sure. I'm like 100% certain of it. So would you would you put like a three dates rule like no. what you see in the three first dates. three we're dates? We're over is thirty. It? We don't have three dates. Ooh, oh no, <laughs> you don't have three dates. We don't, don't have three have, dates. You don't have time for like two crappy dates when there's yeah, a shit ton it. of people on um, Bumble, Plenty of Fish, eHarmony, Match.com. But Christian you, Mingle. I thought Christian Jack, Mingle was probably the worst. Grinder, Adam for Adam, Blackgate Chat. Am Good. I missing something? You missed two. I'm very surprised Which you one? said Jacked and Grinder. Which one am I missing? I thought you were gonna say Jacked and Grinder. No, before I like sit and get ready, get a, a haircut is forty dollars. I'm not getting <laughs> three forty dollar haircuts for a lane. <laughs> for a whack no, date. No, no, okay. No, 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 so no. that's your time you're putting yeah. in. You're like, look, I'm putting in time to get this haircut yeah. to get cute for these dates. We're not messing up on three days. I'm gonna bring my A game. So if you don't bring your A game, I'm gonna take it personal. Ooh. <laughs> I'm like, I left. No, 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 no. Oh if my god. If the first date is trash, then there, there's no more. Wow. So done. your Chop first them. date. So that's what I'm like. I'm like with the whole time and space that they're occupying so what your friend would benefit that's occupying space that your future husband could be occupying but that's if, but i'm not looking for a husband sometimes right, you're I'm not just looking, looking for him but if someone proposed and they were like what you were looking for would you say yes or no <sighs> think if about your proposed. friends that are married were they saying that they were looking for a husband or did it just happen you're right i will give right. you that one point for isaac yes yeah. Um, LaCoy. Ladies love cool Isaac. LaCoy. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Well, actually, okay. No, that's actually not true. It just true. happened. No, many of my girlfriends who are still married were. They were very much so in a situation of like, I want to be married or I need to be married by a certain time. And I've never been well, that no, way. Well, no, that's a difference. They said they want to be married by a certain time. But they, but they were, well, they, so were they were looking, looking for a husband. Yeah, okay. the idea was I these gentlemen in my space are like, if you're not potential husband material. Yeah. Now they gave them a lot of time, but for me, there would be spaces I'm in where I'm like, look, I've got a lot going on with work. I got a lot going on with school. I got a lot going on after work. You know, all these other things that. As a woman, there I want to be satisfied sexually, or I just need someone to fill these spaces. So that's all I really need this gentleman for. You know, a friends would benefit. Like we can chill. We can. Um, I like football, so we could chill. We could watch the games on Sunday, and you know, say if it's 
a, a whack Sunday night game, it's like, okay, well, cool. Since you've been here all day, like, we go ahead and have sex now. Hunch. We can hunch during the, you know, the 825 yeah. game, and then you could be gone and home at a decent hour on a Sunday, and I could get ready for so work. My question is, why did so you yeah. never transition that into a relationship? I've never been able um, to do that. The guys that have been in that space were never, believe it or not, this is going to sound really fucked up, but they were never guys I would want to date. They were never guys I would want to be in a full-blown relationship with. They were good for what they were. You don't ever think that, like, oh, my God, this is, like, on my track record. Like, this is on my, like, record that I was, like, fucking a lame. I don't think they were lame. They just weren't – they weren't who I envisioned my husband to be. And they were filling a void. Or – no, I don't want to say a void. They were just – they were filling, like you said, space. I didn't need space, like for from the space of your husband. No, 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 Shanice, no. you should have been married by now. No, you're fucking around no. with these <laughs> whack ass <laughs> friends. You're not gonna accost me on my own I'm podcast. I'm just, them. you know, no. fixing your life, honey. No, uh, uh, like a very, a very honest example is grad school. When I was in grad school, my days were loaded down, but my focus hey. was grad school. But you needed somebody to that rub was your feet, it. rub your back. No, when I was nice. in grad school. I, there were times when I'm like, I just need a young man to come through, preferably with some weed. We can get high. We have one or two sessions. And y'all remember back in your mid to early 20s, you could go all night long. But it was just like, I just need somebody to, wait a minute. to, wait, to, wait. to, to do pause, X, Y, pause. and Z. But I also need that. you to be gone by Sunday because I got to be in a library anyway. Where sessions was worth when you mean sessions, is that like a session Sex. is a blunt? Having no, no, no. I said I would want a gentleman caller. Well, session to come speci- so if he session. had weed, that'd be great. So a session is like one round of sex. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking you meant like we smoke one blunt. Oh, session. No, See, I'm out of touch. I don't session. Know. The weed doesn't have anything. Okay. I said if he had weed and he brought it, that'd be great. So how many sessions would you do? In in my twenties. Yes. I mean, hell, everybody was going at least two, three rounds, and you know, in your tw- yes, girl, in your tw- wait a minute, wait, <laughs> wait a black ass minute, in your twenties, if I am going to have a a caller over or somebody that I'm having sex with, we're talking rounds like. Whew. Okay, bet. Let's grab something to drink. Grab water real quick. I just go to sleep. And then we go back in. What? Yeah. In your 20s? I don't no way. Really. No. Especially as a guy. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. guys' sex drive is, even in their 20s, were way higher. Like, I knew dudes who would literally bang two girls in one night. Like, would be with one chick, leave, go get some cookout, and go smack at another girl. Damn. At, like, 3 a.m. That's why I said I would never date anybody in their 20s because guys' sex drive in their 20s, there's no way. I, now, absolutely not. You, We're getting a smooth. Oh, girl, don't sleep. A smooth. The, wha- the so, um, N-words in their um, 30s are probably up to the stage. <laughs> no, no, because I feel like guys in their 30s are more in tune with their body and the shit that's ailing them. <laughs> no, so no, no. I, I feel like I meet guys who will be like, I can go one round and I'm good. Like, we can both literally grab a sandwich after and go to sleep. Whereas in our 20s, because think about it, like, your metabolism is better. Your energy is higher. Mm. 
Mm. Who's going less than two? Like two was minimum. Two in 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 your twenties, two rounds was minimum. Wow. And that's like, and I'm talking about mm. like this is even like after a pre-dawn post Waffle House, especially if you had some Waffle House so you in were you. Until the sun came up. Oh yeah. In your dorm room. Well, I mean, dorm room, apartment, wherever, wherever we lived. Where I mean, wherever you lived. Damn. I can't believe you. I'm I'm Damn. shocked that you're shocked. <laughs> That's yeah. where my shock is coming from. I done missed out on a whole 10 years of my life. That's yeah. Let me drink my Pinot Grigio, y'all. Yeah. If you were, I, I can't think of any female or male hmm. who would say that in their 20s that two wasn't a minimum. I mean, I remember I could go on and on about sessions, but yeah. What's the most you've ever had? Five. Damn. One night, five. Wow. Yeah. My friend was like, I'm literally shooting blanks at this point. And I was like. Keep them coming, honey. I was like, I remember being like, we had, um, this is back when like niggas only had Gatorade in their room. Like nobody ever had water. <laughs> like guys. For whatever reason, guys in college were just immune to, like, they just did not need water. But they always had Gatorade or Powerade. And I was like, we we chugged some Powerade and was like, okay, last one, seriously. Sun's coming up. And then that's it. But, yeah, five. That's I think five wow. was my max. You think you'll top it? Never. Because I'm not 20 again. But, no, they say women reach their sexual peak at 40. In their forties, I think. Well, when I get to forty, I will I, I will text you. You'll be at ten, I bet. Or at at forty, I will. By that time, we'll have holograms, so I will. We won't Facetime each other. We'll we hologram might still be each on other. <laughs> so whoever you were banging five times in one night, you need to find that person. Oh that my gosh! No, he's. I think he's like married now. Married with kids. Is it to anyone we know? Uh, know? we went to school. Yeah, we all went to school together. Oh. Oh, do you think his wife knows that y'all smash? I don't know. So women reach their sexual peak. Okay, Mr. 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 iPhone. Well, according to WebMD, Jesus, women reach their I need sexual all the sponsored peak <laughs> in their 30s and early 40s. So you're due for a second wave. <laughs> yeah, it's coming up. It's coming. Give me my 130 <laughs> so I can go ahead and find you a man <laughs> and cash out. Oh, my God. <laughs> my second wave. You are. So is it saying? According to WebMD, women reach their sexual peak in their 30s. And wow. 40s. And I'll be so 30. right there. I'll be 35 in a five few times in a one few night months. in your 20s. I, not, all, not every no, night in my not 20s. Every night, but. I had one marathon sprint and we we went the distance, but that was definitely not the norm. Um, yeah, that was You're not due the norm. For a second wave. But you know what? I I accept that. If there's but a second you did wave, then that'd be five awesome. times one night in your twenties. No Uber, no eHarmony. No match.com, no, no Tinder. No. So when you hit them good. When this you was, these were, because remember, these were organic conversations. You're due. 
You're overdue. These are organic conversations. I, I, but the funny thing is, is I am not a fan of apps. I, I don't really yeah, do apps. Yeah, I don't apps. like the apps either. Um, I think the you apps have personality. Thank you. You have personality and you're cute. And your I boobs do look really good. Thank you. Is that a bra? It is. I do have a bra on. Oh, I feel like that time you said you didn't have a bra on and they looked really good. They still look great? Yeah, Thanks. you have really good boobs. Thank, I, I, I think I have great boobs too. And it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. It if you have is. not checked your breasts, get you it checked. Check. Absolutely. There's never too young of an age to check. Always check. Um, so. We'll do my final question. I like to ask all of my guests this final question. I keep, like, slapping my hands together. Sorry, y'all. My final, final question. What would you tell your 20-year-old self as it pertains to, like, dating and relationship advice? So what advice would you give now that you're in your 30s? What advice would you give your 20-year-old self? I would say just stand your ground. Like, whatever you're thinking – you're not crazy. Just do it. Just go with it and be confident about it and embrace it and then amplify it. Okay. That's what I would say. Wow. Do you do you feel you didn't do that as much? Yeah, I do. I feel like I was like more conservative. Yeah. In your 20s? For sure. I feel like I should have like really pushed it to the edge. Okay. I mean, not fall off the edge, but. Girl, not fall off the <laughs> yeah. edge. But I mean, I feel like I'm still doing the same thing. Yeah. Now. Like, like, you know, I'm older now. So there were experiences that. Yeah, where I could have. I could I could have been with you, Shanice, at the pre-dawn. You could. <laughs> Fucking Again. for five times in the night. I'm pretty sure that would have been someone <laughs> up in there <laughs> for me. I am stuck on how. That is my inspiration. <laughs> Shanice, you inspire me. Oh I'm ready for this book. Oh my gosh, the book is coming. Um, and after this, I'm literally gonna uh, like, I'm literally gonna try to figure out how this happened and how you did not know about these things. But I, um, I was in a committed relationship. I, I I know a lot of people that was in committed relationships who were still partying in their twenties for four years. Yeah. No ring. Never again. Oh my gosh. And and do well. Oh my gosh! I know we were kind of. I said I was going to end it there, but you being in a current relationship in undergrad, being that that was like your your late teens, early twenties. Yeah. Do you think that all kind of culminated into the fact that there were things that you didn't Probably, do yeah, and experience? For sure, definitely. Man. I know. So I'm like reclaiming my time. L- look at that. We're going to end it there. You are in your 30s, and you are reclaiming your time. But wait, I feel time. like every time I reclaim my time, you're always there. Am I? Yes, you are. You just pop up. <laughs> I'm assuming that's a good thing. No, it's a good thing. It's a great thing. Oh, my And if it wasn't a good thing, I mean, we wouldn't be having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, Shadis, who are you? Where did I meet you? I'm sorry. Wrong. I'm LaCoy. Oh, my God. Well, you know what, Isaac, a.k.a. LaCoy, I appreciate you so much for not only allowing me in your space, but to share your thoughts. And you have so many great ones on Dating Over 30 Sucks. And I do appreciate you being on here and giving us some facts. Like, All facts. You had the facts real quick and, and to the point and concise uh, <laughs> with your your references 
Um, but I really do appreciate you being on the podcast. Again, everyone, this is Dating Over 30 Sucks, the podcast where we had some delicious libations and conversations about situations. Please follow us on at Dating Over 30 Sucks, the number 30, S-U-C-K-S, on Instagram, on Twitter, it is Dating Over 30 S-U-X. Um, that's Twitter. Follow us. Be sure to continue to subscribe and enjoy these episodes. Isaac, thank you so much for coming on the show. No, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, bye. Vodka sour with grenadine. What are you? What are you sipping on? Um, I'm having Pinot Grigio. Ooh, classy. Okay, so let's do a toast. I like to do a toast before each podcast. You know, we ha- what are we toasting to? What do you want to toast to? Good health and prosperity. Yes, making that money out here in these streets. That guap. That gu- that guap.